This is episode number 521 featuring Shannon Dooling of shannondoolingdances.com. Dance is slash as a protest. It's February 3rd, 2022, and we have a Teacher Tip Thursday here for you. Let's dance on in to Shannon's writing. I believe that dance is the ultimate form of protest, especially in our modern world. In a world that seems to unfold behind screens, dance is conscious, physical embodiment. In a world that seems increasingly isolated in spite of our digital access to one another, dance is meaningful connection. In a world that seems to hide behind filters and Photoshop, dance is raw. In a world that loves the 20-second soundbite, dance is persistent and eternal. In a world that is always looking to what is new, dance is primal and innate. In a world that seems to encourage division and disagreement, dance is universal. In a world that only sees in black and white, dance is vibrant. In a world that forces yes or no, dance holds and honors multiple perspectives, voices, and modes of thinking, moving, and being. Of course, the dance industry is not always reflective of the true nature of dance itself. The world of dance is not immune to issues that plague society. Classism, sexism, ageism, ableism, colonialism, and most pertinently today, racism. We must urgently work on recognizing and removing these systems and mindsets from our institutions and from the hearts and minds of the individuals who compose them. We must listen deeply, discuss openly, and move mindfully to create a dance world that honors the contributions of Black dancers and choreographers both throughout history and currently supports Black students with culturally responsive teaching practices, creates equity and access for Black dancers, choreographers, administrators, educators, and students, honors and authentically engages with diversity in all aspects of the field, consciously and continually engages in itself and organizational reflection to uncover and eliminate bias and racism. I am committing myself to listen, learn, research, reflect, acknowledge, and work to undo my own biases. I have been reviewing my blog posts and resources to be more transparent about my background and experience and how they shape my perspectives and practices. As I work to deepen my knowledge of culturally responsive teaching practices, I will make more updates to existing content and create new material accordingly. I will continue to seek a diverse group of reviewers for each new resource in the Holistic Dance Teacher Collection. I have always and will continue to welcome comments, feedback, and suggestions in the form of blog comments, emails, surveys sent with each purchase from the HDT Collection, and in the Holistic Dance Teacher Facebook group. I am also using my social media platforms to share and promote diverse organizations, blogs, and individuals that I learn from and admire. Perhaps most importantly, I will continue to engage and advocate for the radical act of dancing, which I fervently believe can and will create change in our world, if we do it well together. 
It is very likely that your students will want and need to address issues of race and racism when we return to the studio. I encourage you to take advantage of this time to talk honestly about the contributions of and challenges faced by Black dancers and artists past and present. Acknowledge the ways that Black dances have been appropriated by white culture and examine the role of dance in protest movements throughout history. I've used this protest dance unit in the past and find it a great way to tackle important issues through dance education. It works well in the middle and high school programs, college dance appreciation history, and culture courses, and conservatory style choreography, and composition classes. Essential questions. How do individuals and communities use dance to respond to, raise awareness of, promote, or protest against issues that matter to them? Why do they choose dance as opposed to other forms of protest? Is dance an effective tool for protest? Part 1. Learn about a variety of protest movements that use dance to spread their message and protest dances created for the stage. Some of my favorite movements that use dance are the One Billion Rising movement, Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign, Global Water Dances, and the recent use of the electric slide in current Black Lives Matter protest. In addition, this list highlighting a number of great concert dance pieces created as a protest. Where possible, teach the students a section of each dance that you are introducing to them so that they feel how the dance embodies the social issues of the protest movement. Part 2. Divide the class into small groups. Assign each group a video of a different version of a dance associated with the One Billion Rising protest movement. I use this movement because there are many different diverse videos available on YouTube. Feel free to choose a different movement. Direct the students to learn the choreography from the video and determine how they want to teach it to their classmates. Allow each group time to teach their classmates the dance they learned. Discuss the similarities and differences in each dance and how each engages with the theme of the protest movement. Part 3. Be inspired by the dance that you taught and those you learned from your peers to create your own protest dance. Number 1. With your group, decide on a cause you would like to raise awareness about through the creation of a protest dance. It could be related to a broad issue related to social justice, the environment, and arts advocacy or local issues affecting your school or community. Two, direct students to choose if they will create a, in quotes, protest dance to be performed by large groups of people in public, settings like the One Billion Rising dances, or a concert piece that addresses the issues through an artistic presentation to be viewed by a group of non-dancers like Strange Fruit. Three, give the dancers appropriate guidelines for their dance or help them develop their own length, location, music, costumes, props, etc. Have them create a plan for sharing their dance with the school or community, whether virtually or in person. Part 4. Share and discuss the dances, either as a class or with the community. How did each dance inspire change? What action are the observers or participants inspired to take because of the dance? 
Thanks so much to Miss Shannon Dooling of ShannonDoolingDances.com for giving us permission to share her short, sweet, and inspiring blog with y'all today. For more on Shannon, make sure you check out our show notes below. All the resources that I mentioned within her blog are also hyperlinked there. Seeing as it's Black History Month and we have so much to say thank you to Black culture, especially within dance, I think it's so important to this month especially, hopefully all throughout the year, but integrate dance history within our lessons. I know sometimes those studio sessions feel like they fly by and we wish we could have even more time. So if we're someone who's already tight on time, assigning homework assignments or even just fun little competitions for who can get the answer right when they come back can only take at least one minute of class time to explain and then they can either email their answers or maybe come the next week and taking a quick couple minutes before the next class to chat about it. If you do have more time, Shannon gave us great exercises today to try within class. I love the idea of dancing as a protest, and Shannon actually mentioned one of my favorite protest dance within her blog today, which is Strange Fruit by Pearl Primus. You can easily research this performance on YouTube and either share with your students or send within an email for them to watch. I still get chills every time I see the performance and even though our screens have come to have way better technology nowadays with more pixels and higher quality cameras to record that movement, when I watch, even though it's on old film, I still feel present in the room with Pearl. Like what Shannon said within her blog, dance truly is timeless and you feel it just from a soul level and the performance given by Pearl is one that I hope you share with your students too. It certainly is a beautiful protest. For our Teacher Tip Thursday challenge today, I challenge you to incorporate those protests within your own classes, whether you're practicing Shannon's exercises that she gave us in today's episode, or simply doing research on your own and sharing that forward with your students. Whatever you choose, I wish you all the best, and as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today and tune back in tomorrow for more short and sweet dance tips. If you're looking for a deeper dive, check out the bonus episodes released the first of every month where I interview those in our field who keep our industry moving and grooving. If you're looking for a little extra direction with dancing towards your dance dreams, head to our website where you can find your free goals planner or daily challenge tracker. If you like or don't like what you're hearing, Please dance those fingers across your keyboard and give DTD a rating or review so we know how to best serve you. Until tomorrow, happy dancing.